for my fourth podcast, I wanted to talk about swearing. Um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, to begin with, I love swear words. I absolutely adore swear words because they cause some kind of emphasis that no other words would do. And I love words as a whole. I think that to have the power to just connect a few words and create some way of expression is beautiful to me. As someone who has been learning languages and adores the one we're sp- I'm speaking in right now, I love it. It's English is not my first language. And learning it, it took a while for me to even know what swear words were. It took me, I think, three years to hear the first one. Um, because I just couldn't detect it. I couldn't tell you, yeah, that's a swear word. But in Spanish, I love them. And even now, I can honestly tell you that I use them more often than I should. I will use it in places where I'm not supposed to, and I find it hilarious. And it's not out of rudeness, it's not profanity. It's not that at all. It is not insulting, and I I absolutely hate how people associate swear words with offensive language. Offensive language is just offensive language. No matter what you say, if it is offensive and you're offending someone, it is offensive. Now, if I say, this is really fucking good, this chocolate bar is fucking great, I don't find that offensive in any way. Just as, you know, if I were to sit rudely in a dinner table in front of a businessman who I'm trying to make an, you know, a deal with, that would be offensive because it is out of order. But if I am with a friend and I say, this is fucking great, and there is someone behind me who gives me that look, I find that a little bit out of place. I think that in all cases, there are certain manners to be kept with. And by the way, I apologize for... um, the mess of this podcast. I did not think this through at all. I was just thinking of the amount of times I've had to explain this to people. Um, My parents, for example, my parents always told me, you know, don't talk like that. It is so rude. It is so out of place. A lot of people can get offended by it. And of course, I'm not going to go to church and swear just because I know that I don't want to offend those people who see it as offensive. Uh, There's just plays that are just common sense. Now, I have gone into a church and said, what the hell? And I felt awful about it, right? And then people always look at me and say, you need to learn how to keep those in place. You need to learn how to control it. And I obviously can. Just like with any other mannerisms, you can control it no matter who you're with. But if you're comfortable around someone, you will be open about it. Now, I've had to go through a lot of internships and work experiences and uh, meetings. And I will obviously disconnect anything that might be even slightly offensive to anybody else whether and yes in some you know my clothes and my hair and my makeup you know it just has to be simple and that's something I'm like am against but it's something that we have to do it's a belief that I haven't been put um to a test yet but it's just what happens now I will go to a meeting or a work experience and I will be covered up in the way that is not offensive Right, when this is very controversial because I hate that it is offensive, I hate that a body can be offensive, but regardless, I will try for you to see me the first time, you know, as a first impression, as me, and then you can get to associate a certain amount of, you know, clothes and colors and words and mannerisms with my name. But my first impression will be as simple as possible a blank canvas so you can understand who I am. But once that's done, I don't think there's an issue 
with me tripping and saying, fuck, <laughs> you know, and then laughing about it. And what I hate is that my younger brother is in primary. And I've heard two children walk up to another child in school. One of them said, oh my fucking, no, my God, I dropped something. Now, it is so, it is so shocking to hear a child say it to begin with, right? But he got in detention. He got a detention for that. And then I heard someone else walk up to a child and say something very racist. And nothing happened because there wasn't a detector for a specific word. They didn't hear a specific word um, that would make anyone turn around. It wasn't an insulting word. It was just what they said and how they said it and how they made the child feel. And I, from that moment onwards, I thought, this is ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous how a child saying a joke that might involve a swear word will be punished. But a child making fun of another one is fine as long as it's whispered and you can't hear the word fuck, you know, in that sentence. I find that ridiculous. I honestly find that ridiculous. I... I've seen this in so many cases where someone who would be described as very polite and sophisticated and ladylike will insult someone else with the way that they look at them and the side eye that they give off and the superior atmosphere that you feel when you're around them. But then I have this, I know this person who is the greatest, most kind and loving person and she swears because she loves how like me why i love how words have so much power you know i think it's we both think it's hilarious how i can make five people turn around by saying a swear word in the most beautiful sentence <laughs> yet this woman we were talking about can give looks and and make you feel so inferior around her but that's okay because she's so polite how could she no you're wrong you know this is not what she the, those are not her intentions. You're just misunderstanding them. I find that really fucking rude. <laughs> I find that unbelievable, to be quite honest with you. I've, I love swear words. Now, I'm going to talk about that again. I will go into a lesson, and believe me, I'm going to try to avoid it. But if we're reading a poem, and it is very controversial, and I get very heated in an argument, I will probably slip a word out it just happens and guess what my teachers will then say wow you really care about this don't you they won't say wow i am no longer gonna listen to anything of what you just said because you said that one word you know i've had that in my life i'm not gonna listen to you anymore i'm not i don't care what you just said you just said shit <laughs> um but that's also the people i gravitate towards those who will not put aside everything I said just because one word shocked them. And also, I will never in my life, I haven't yet, and I don't think I will, and I maybe I have, okay, but I, I'm not, I'm not really uh, someone to, to use swear words to insult someone. I think that if we're in an argument and you have offended me, chances are I will block you out because I don't want it to go further. But I will never insult you or make you feel like shit see what i mean there's no word like there's no sentence like feel like shit i'm not gonna make you feel upset <laughs> because that just is not in me it's not within me i don't i don't want to make you feel awful 
and I don't want to insult you and emphasize, again, emphasize my insult with a swear word because I don't want to be associated with that and I don't want you to feel like that. So I'm just going to keep using swear words the way that I do right now, you know, through my writing, uh, not my blog or anything like that because I don't know who's going to read it and I do not want to offend anyone, but that's because you're just meeting me and I don't want you, I'm not being fake, I just, I do not want you to associate something that is not something that I attach myself to simply because of a word. Again, it's hilarious how that one word can have that much power. I think even on the history of television, when the first word, I think the first word, first swear word was damn. Uh, it shocked a lot of people. And now look how we use it. I think that we have come a long way to realize that it's not what's said or how what you do. It's how it affects the other person. And I have never once made someone cry because of a swear word. I have never once made someone feel like shit because of a swear word. But I know people who do not swear because their parents are very strict about it. Of course, younger than me. But will pull someone's hair. <laughs> and um, metaphorically, will punch you, right? So, I want to... Again, it's another conversation. I will have more structured podcasts in the future. But I want whoever's listening to feel a little bit closer to whatever circle I'm building. Because... I don't want to be able to, I don't want to have to hold myself back if I'm really passionate about something that, you know, I wouldn't be able to swear. I don't want that, especially in something that I'm trying to build to express the feelings that a lot of people won't care about or listen to. I have a lot of friends who, you know, will not sit down and hear me talk about Charles Bukowski. They just won't. So this is very personal to me. This is very significant and important to me. And I do not want to have to restrict anything that I want to say for the pure purpose of, you know, losing a a listener. Because if you're going to listen to me, I want you to listen to me and not a persona that I'm putting out there. Because my life is not at stake. My job is not at stake. This is not a job. Nothing is being put on the line. This is just me in my room (laughs) talking about the things that I care most about. And this is something I do care about a lot. I do really care about the power of language, the power of words, and the power of swear words. I think I think that we have now restricted our language uh, significantly to make it easier for us to communicate. And I find that ridiculous. Through, you know, even emojis or slang terms. I've heard so many people say obby rather than obviously. And I was actually talking to a friend about this, and I'm really scared that one day someone's going to pick up a book from 10 years ago and not be able to understand any of it, (laughs) because the word jerk and asshole are not in it, you know, Um, but rather like brute or, um, you know, I just, it's a fear of mine. So I do want to talk about that in another uh, podcast. It will be structured and it will be about language, but for now, um, I will keep being a little bit more personal because I don't want you to feel as though I am shoving my beliefs down your throat through a series of podcasts about um, some controversial issues, some more open-minded conversations. I just, this is me and I love swearing and I will at no point insult anyone and or say anything that might be mis, uh, misunderstood. So yeah, welcome to Global and Vocal. <laughs> I love swearing, <laughs> you know, just, uh, oh, of course, I've noticed that in a lot of podcasts, I will ask questions and I will try to keep a conversation, but if there's no way for you to uh, reply, I always have it on my blog on Global and Vocal on WordPress, 
um, I would honestly love to keep a conversation going about so many things. Like I said, I lack serious conversations in my life because of the, you know, decrease in interest, I guess, with my friends. Uh, so I would love to. I would absolutely love to actually talk to people um, of different cultures, uh, you know, different religions, different backgrounds, different everything. I just, I would love to. So this is what it's for. Um, and again, you know, I, I want to ask, do you like swear words? Do you feel fascinated by the power of language? And what is something that you love but is always misunderstood? <laughs> Thank you. Actually, hold on. Before I leave, I wanted to make one more point. And it's how ridiculous I find the non-offensive substitutes for swear words and the alternatives we are now looking for to find. And that just, to me, that just shows and proves how we're not actually afraid or shocked by the meaning of the words or how they're used or because we are aware of the fact that they are harmless they are absolutely harmless unless they're used in a very aggressive context so why are we looking for substitutes and you know saying fudge instead of fuck or you know i don't know what else we say but <laughs> why are we looking for those if it just shows that those words mean nothing unless you make them mean something why are we giving words empty words so much power and meaning when they are nothing on their own it's the way that you use them the way that your voice sounds uh when you use them your tone your body language that's what matters so why are we not just against aggressive behavior and aggressive language when it's actually put in a pattern to make a sentence sound insulting why are we so afraid of just words why are we looking for alternatives for one word when it's going to be used in the same context i i don't understand and i hope that I stop hearing fudge because fuck is okay. Fuck is fine. As long as you don't mean it in a way that will affect anyone and as long as you don't say it in a way that will offend anyone. To me, it's empty. And you can fill it up with any meaning you want to. Okay, now I'm leaving. Thank you.